Blue Tiger Revenge, brought to you by Narpic. Hit the music. you're listening to this you know what time it is it's time for another episode of the intellectual dark web of comic book podcast the one the only the greatest the most powerful the bodiest tiger in all of the auditory listening experience on the web we are blue tiger revenge podcast i am comic book creator ted galusha and with me on this Friday the 13th. That's right. The man who puts the Kruger and Freddy. <laughs> the king of beards. The heart and soul. Prime Bales. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know how you're like Freddy Kruger in any capacity. I don't know. Yeah. I guess. He's the Friday the 13th guy, right? Uh, No, he's Nightmare on Elm Street. Shit. Friday the thirteenth is Jason. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I could I should have been like the man behind the mask. That would have been that would have been more apt, but Yeah. Yeah. I, I just haven't seen those movies in a really long well, time. Well, this honest. episode isn't gonna come out on Friday the thirteenth either. Nah, so. but we're recording on Friday the thirteenth. That's 13th. true. Um That's true. But uh yeah, man. Uh how's it going? It's been a it's been a hot minute. It has. It has. It's going good. It's going good. You know, just uh, uh, let's see. I don't have any exciting news. I'm trying to think. I do. You do. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's springtime, so that means mm-hmm. like it's death and carnage in the land uh, that I reside in. That's true. Uh, the bears are out, and um, it's not funny. It's more terrifying. But yeah. Over here on base, uh, just a few miles down the road, some poor uh, army kids were out on like uh, like a tra- like doing like some type of patrol training thing, yeah. and um, bears, man, wow, <laughs> bear got a guy, killed, mauled him to death, which is crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, can you imagine? He's probably like from fucking New York or something like that. Yeah, gets stationed up here and is like, well, I guess we'll do these crazy wilderness patrols oh okay wilderness training cool and then that happens right oh my gosh i can't even imagine yeah i yeah. can't even imagine yeah man it um i'll be honest it happened tuesday and uh you know because my dog waits till hey it's 11 o'clock at night the sun's going down yeah we need we have to go for a walk yeah well uh i had bear spray that's good. And it was just no headphones. Normally, I listen to headphones. I didn't know headphones. I was terrified the whole time. Yeah, I like, bet. I would have been, too. Yeah. I would have been, too. That's so wild. Out. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be another one of them years. Yeah. Uh, another one of those seasons. Uh, the Bears uh, Bears are on the... Uh, they're on their own revenge uh, tour. Clearly. Good Lord. Yeah. Crazy. 
Speaking of crazy, did you see that video I sent you with the Eagles the other day? Yes. What the hell? Where it was like, I mean, we've seen videos of Eagles do crazy stuff like grab goats yeah. and stuff. But like attacking people. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad Luna wasn't at, out there, man. Like that. Do you think? Well, she'd be a little gumdrop. For I him. know it wouldn't even be worth worth the effort. Oh, just be a little dessert. But I was looking at Doctor Wife and I was going, "Hey, you know, geese don't, birds don't, aren't fans of her." So. No, no, and I and they know she's weak right now. They, you know, right, she's coming right. off these uh, brain aneurysms. So uh, they're probably they're probably sizing the eagles are probably wondering, sizing her like, up. Going, they're 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 checking her out because I think. It's maybe at some point she was their natural predator, and now the tables, <laughs> the tables have turned. Have turned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, and, God, it sounds like something. And now they want their re- the birds want their revenge. Yeah, this sounds like something I should do a short comic about. Oh, I, I agree. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Huh? Huh? I wonder if maybe I've gotten one written, and maybe. it's just waiting. For production, like everything else in my fucking life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we got a, an awesome guest today. We do. Turning. Uh, well, I mean, if they're listening to the episode, they've seen the title. Jesse Lonergan. Yeah. Um, he's got uh, he's got a bunch of stuff coming. He's had a few books, I think, a few projects come out since we last had him on. What was that, two years ago we had him on? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. I bought his book. Um, but, yeah, he's a guy that's... Well, I think, I mean, we've said, said it last time he was on, might be the most interesting layout artist, yeah. um, in my opinion. Like, he just yeah, he he does certain things. does really, really neat and interesting interesting things with his books. Yeah, his layouts are very, um, what's the word? I, I want to say, I don't want to say, I want to say non-traditional, but I yeah. just, they're so unique and they're almost like, sometimes they come off looking almost like mathematical. Like he does like, sure. Like an inner splicing of panels that, uh, you just don't see anybody else in the industry doing. Um, but anyways, uh, he's coming on, uh, he was supposed to have be on last week, but we had to cancel yep. because, uh, the old Prince of Beards decided to, uh, you know, be a little mischief maker. It's fine. He did. He did. <laughs> but you know, yeah, we are, we're is here. He doing, we're here. Is he doing good at least? But is he doing better now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we did. I mean, if he wants to go to SummerCon. That's right. <laughs> That's right. If he wants to go to SummerCon, which we'll be there, folks. We yeah. will be there. Books are showing up at my so house. So many books. Um, so if you have not gotten your copies of Cretaceous yet, there will be lots. A yeah. lot. How many, uh, how many boxes have showed up so far? Just the one. Okay. Just the well, one. I, I, I have tracking numbers for everything, so let me know. We'll be we'll be getting them. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there any other news? Oh, mm. you saw Doctor Strange. I did. Well, I mean, it's been what out for like a week, two weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, I think a uh, week. Can I, yeah, Maybe not weeks? give any spoilers, but uh, give us your analysis. He's a doctor, after all. He, yeah, he is a doctor. I liked it. I I don't want to say I loved it. I want to say that I liked it. Okay. Um, it was. It was weird. It was like a lot, but also not enough. Okay. So it was like there was like so much going on in that movie, right? Yeah. So many different things, but then at the same time, like they introduced the multiverse, but 
really they only went one place in the multiverse. Yeah. So, so it wasn't like hopping through the multiverse, which I think would have been kind of neat, but you only have so much time in a movie also, you know. Uh, I, I The only thing I... Because, like, spoilers have been floating around the internet for, like, a month, right? Like, oh, people yeah. have been taking clips. Like, you can see Professor X and Black Bolt and all that stuff. Like, the Illuminati, right? Yeah. My only thing that when I saw the trailer and all the little spoilers that were coming out on YouTube, it just seems like they just took the stuff from that, uh, what was that animated Marvel series that they did? Um, Recently. Recently? Recently. Yeah, it was on Disney Plus. It was like over the winter. It was like it was those shorts. Oh yeah, the um, what ifs. Yeah, the what. It just seems like they're just tying like oh no, they, they didn't. None of the what didn't? if stuff. Uh, well, besides Captain Carter, she Captain was the Carter. only one. What about the zombie stuff? Like uh, zombie strange? No, the evil strange. He was uh, wasn't in it. Uh, there was a bad strange, but it wasn't the same one. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so that was the only what if. I just saw if. those in the trailer, and I was like, really, man? Like, we're just going to tie it into the what ifs? Like, come on. The main the main tie-in was WandaVision. Okay, well, yeah, they kind of kind of show that she's, like, going to be the kind of the bad guy, I'm well, guessing. Well, I will put, if there was any doubts of, yeah. like, who the strongest Avenger or Marvel character in, in the what, cinematic... What, is not Thor? In the cinematic universe... Uh, it's Wanda. Well, she was kind of the only one, even in, uh, what was that movie where they fought Thanos? Endgame. The, she was the only one that actually kind of handed him his ass. Right? It, if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for Thanos, like, basically firing on himself and all of his she people, she, she would have just single-handedly him. defeated him. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. So, you know what I'm hoping they'll do? Um, I mean, Wanda has such huge ties between Avengers X-Men. and X-Men. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it would be great if they use that as the catalyst bring in like Magneto and stuff like that. That would be my guess. Um, I hope they do. I don't think they will. They'll probably have something completely different, but who knows. That would be cool though. Like the no more mutants thing. Oh, even though we them. have Yeah. Even though they haven't established any mutants. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, you could it, it kind of seems like they're leading up to uh, Secret Wars. Okay. To me. Um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, it was I, – I enjoyed it. But there was also – like, the things I really loved about it was, like, uh, the obvious Sam Raimi influence, you know, as the director. Like, there was a ton of, like – hit like, the monsters and the horror elements in it. And I'm not a big horror sure. guy, but I appreciate – um, how different it was, um, sure. but also you know you know kind of at, kind of at the same time like the final there there wasn't really like a final battle type of thing it was more it's of set up for the next yeah chapters yeah. of something yeah which is I mean, just what uh, it's what they do now and you know um, just fine I yeah. mean yeah I don't I. I, I I've oh. never, I was never a big Doctor Strange fan to begin with. Like he's cool, but I did like not I enjoy the first movie. I thought the first movie was so over overstimulating, with like that, all of the oh, crazy Grant, effects. Grant, that, was, that was a long time ago, though. That <laughs> right, it was. Yeah, that was. I mean, twenty eighteen. Yeah, what twenty eighteen? Was that when that was the first Doctor Strange? Yeah. Oh, I think it was older than that, isn't it? Maybe twenty seventeen. It wasn't. It's not older than twenty seventeen. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I want to say it came out. I was still living down in uh, uh, Portland. I, mean, I want to say wait, I could be wrong. Don't get me wrong. I was still I living know. in Longview when it came out, and I moved to Longview yeah. and or I moved to Olympia in 2018, end of 2018. So. It was yeah. 2017, 2018 when it came out, but uh, okay, it was so overstimulating, and they really toned that back with like all of like the crazy buildings and you know going six different ways from Sunday. Um, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. They did kind of did that weird like overlapping thing, right? Yeah, yeah. 2016. Oh shit, you were right. It was older than that. It came out in 2016. But uh, yeah, that was. I, I didn't enjoy that from the first movie, so they cut down. They cut that back so much in the second movie, and I appreciated that. You know what you will enjoy, though. Hmm. Even though, don't I'm, say Avatar. I'm no, I'm happy. We're not going to even talk about Avatar because <laughs> uh, I give zero fucks. Uh, uh, I sent you this this morning in New York City as like this oh, big yeah. tourist thing. They're opening up a Ninja Turtle it's in like, Denver. pizza joint. I thought it was in New York. No, they're opening a New York style pizza joint in Denver. Oh, okay. That yeah, bringing New York pizza to Broadway. I saw Broadway and I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, they're going to open it up in downtown Manhattan. That's crazy." But it's in Denver. Yeah. Oh, it's going Kev, I'm sorry, but I'm if I had to guess the pizza's going to suck. <laughs> you like, never I'll say gonna, I'll say you never know. It's not going to be New York pizza, man. It's not going to be New York pizza. What it's if all he, in the water. It's all in the water. And if they're importing that water, you know what? That's going to be like a $50 pizza. <laughs> That's you know point. I'm right. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, I bet it'll still be good. Um, yeah, it'll probably be all right. And it, people are going to go there for the atmosphere. It seems like a fun place. I definitely need to go check it out at some point. I hope Kev is getting um, – well, I guess he doesn't own Ninja Turtles, so – yeah technically anymore i don't know how that works now it's a ca- it's it's called casey jones it opens may 13th wow that's like today today holy shit um i'm curious as to like did they have to partner with nickelodeon or did, are they are there, is there like a licensing thing or I, I, I don't think how so that works right? i don't think so because i mean it would be the same thing as like if I open up a sports bar and, and it's like Denver Broncos themed or yeah, Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, it's not called, bar. you know, it's not official. It's called Casey Jones. I mean, that's a common enough. That's like John yeah, like Smith, you know, um, yeah. and then making it turtles themed. You know, I don't I don't think there'll be any rights issues or anything like that. I mean, no. maybe I could be wrong, but yeah, I'd be curious to see how I mean. I, we live in a weird era when it, in terms of copyright these days where yeah. it's like people sk- are allowed to skirt the lines a lot more. You know, if it had it been 30 years ago or 20 years ago, yeah. um, they'd probably be getting sued through their teeth. But uh, my my guess, this pizza uh-huh. will be on par. I think it'll be good. My guess, it'll be on par with like sizzle pie, which I love. Sizzle pie? Yeah, like in Portland. Uh, that's a pretty high bar, man. That's yeah. That would be my guess. I'm just my only concern is that it's Midwest, technically, right? Sure. So, oh, 
does Midwest do they know how to do, have they have they had even had East Coast pizza? Well, where's the I'm chef saying. from? A, I think it all depends on where the chef is from. Yeah, let's look. Let me look at this article. Let's, let's, uh, let's investigate this article. Yeah, I love how we're like more like yeah, yeah. These movies came out. Oh, there's comics. Yeah, pizza. yeah. I want to know if this pizza is any fucking good. I do. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, apparently their whole thing is doing um, themed. Yep. Uh, native, pizza. so native New Yorker and the long time is a is the chef. Okay, he's been a chef okay. for a long time, and he's a native New Yorker. Okay, well then I have I take back any criticisms. I have I have a lot of faith. Yeah, so a lot of faith. So we're gonna have to go to a convention in Denver. I already got one. I already got one that we can go to. Perfect, and then and then we're doing a live show at Casey Jones. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to work on Turtles again. Eh. <laughs> it's been a long time, man. They got a new editorial team. You never know. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to sit in here looking, yeah, at, it, looking at this article. It looks delicious. I wonder if it's one of those that's only going to be around for a little while. Oh, is there any... You know what? You know what you should do? Yeah. You should look up... You can be my Jamie for a second. Okay. Oh. Okay. 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 Jamie, yeah, uh, Abri, yeah. look up. Uh, well, you got to say pull that shit up, up. Pull that shit up. Pull up uh, some Yelp reviews for Casey Jones in Denver. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Casey Jones Pizza, Denver. I didn't say that. I didn't say that condescending enough. So it's all I know. It's only got three <laughs> reviews right now because it just opened today. Okay, but, uh, there are five stars. Oh, hey, that sounds great. Okay. Yeah, they said the pizza's great. The atmosphere is awesome. So, of course. I mean, you knew the atmosphere is going to be fun, right? Like anything oh, turtle yeah. theme. Yeah. Hopefully, they're able to get their hands on like some really like cool stuff. You know, like like some statues, or maybe they bring in Kev to do some kind of like. They'd be uh, crazy if they didn't bring in Kev, right? It'd be crazy. Yeah, he's sharing it on his social media. So, yeah. Well, I mean, he's pretty awesome about sharing anything Charles related, which is very cool. I mean, he spends the man, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, I think they would be crazy not to like bring him for some sort of. You know what? I bet. I bet like some sort of turtles anniversary either like the first movie or the original comic um some sort of turtle versary they bring him there yeah that would be yeah. my guess or maybe he's out there for a convention who knows yeah i guess it probably depend on the venue and then if he's in the area yeah they can get him because he's pretty hot demand right now especially with turtles being so huge yeah. at the moment yep um, multiple movies coming out, like all of the comp. Yeah. 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 I just, I'm always surprised. I guess, I don't know why I'm surprised at this point, but, um, sure. I'm just it, like, it just seems like it always is able to every five years, it's like completely reinvents itself and it's mm-hmm. then boom, huge. And I mean, I, I can't even, how, can you even count how many movies and stuff they've had at this point? I mean, it's kind of I mean, nuts, I, right? I, I can count them. Yeah. There's been, well, that's because you're a maniac. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that including the animated ones? Not including the well, the CGI. Oh, those are six theater releases. Excuse me, six released in theaters, and then they've had okay. one made-for-TV movie, and then was that the Batman one? 
Oh no, that that one shit. There was another made for TV DVD release. So yeah. Wow. So they've had a lot. Wow. A lot of crossovers, a lot of everything. Yeah. A music tour. Okay, well let's. (laughs) I count it. If I was if I was ever gonna rip on something with turtles, to to Kevin's face, it would be that. Listen, I've got the I've got the album on my phone. Yeah, I know. You've got the figures. You've got everything. Yeah. I'm sure there's probably some costume. Gotta, like, you got to walk back. straight. There ain't no need Get, to mutate, man. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you say we hop off, uh, bring on our guest? Yeah, let's do that. All right. <laughs> Check one, two. And we're back. We're back with our, with our special guest. We were actually just talking about you before you came on. Uh, mm-hmm. this oh, okay. Artist extraordinaire, Jesse Lonergan, because uh, <laughs> I always like to say uh, your layout compositions are some of the most dynamic yes. in the industry. Like, I don't see I've, I can't find anybody. There's nobody in the industry doing what you do Uh-oh. with like your some of the grids and the way you like intersect the panels. Yeah, I love it. Yes, um, oh, thank you. That's that's always yeah. good to hear. It's like uh, I do feel like it's it's sort of unique, and sometimes like you feel like that's because it's unique because nobody else wants to do that, or like it's like unique because it's dumb. But like it's like you know, I'm spending all this time focusing on things, and other people are like, oh, whatever. Um, so it's nice I to hear it- that that people actually like it and it uh, appeals to them. Yeah, yeah. It's well you don't you're not sacrificing because you see people attempt to do like what you do but the problem is is they end up sacrificing the actual store like storytelling on the page yeah for the for the design sense and you look at it you're like oh it's cool but i have no idea what they're t- <laughs> what right. the story yeah. is right but okay. when i look at your stuff i'm going like you somehow figured out how to keep the storytelling nice and smooth but then yeah. i don't know i feel like i'm looking at math or something man like it, it's i don't know how you do it I, it kills me. I have I've I've picked up like your last like I think what two three graphic novels and uh-huh. I, I just so I can look at your work like I was watching that oh, tutorial thanks. you posted this morning with the or maybe it was yesterday you're inking the like these big circle oh panels. yeah yeah um, yeah and I was just you know you're breaking panel borders and doing all this stuff that's like it, and it worked man it like uh, it looked like, I was going like I gotta do this I gotta start doing this kind of stuff yeah it's there's definitely a math like. I get frustrated with myself because it's like, I'll be like, no, there's this, there's these rules and like, it has to follow the math. And like, Mm -hmm. so like with, with that page that I posted, that's from prime, uh, which is uh, going up on Patreon, you know, it's, it's well over 200 pages now. Um, And it it goes up. I do at least two pages every week. of that but like it has this like very set grid and like the panels are like two inches by two inches and it's like if I, I i can't break that grid like it like it's it's like a weird obsessive thing of like no like that's that's the rule um, and so it's like this sort of like mathematical thing of like like no there, there needs to be these ratios and so all those circles are like 
following those rules still. They're circles, they're not squares, but like all of it's like lined up. Um, and, yeah. and sometimes when I, when I'm when I'm feeling good, I'm like, this is great. And sometimes I'm like, why are you like obsessed about this? Like, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's good I'm, to hear that people like it. And oh yeah, find it interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's. I think today that yeah, we have so much. There's so much coming out. Mm-hmm, like it's yeah, really definitely. nice to see something that. Um, is really like a unique approach it's not, that works. It's, it's not something you're going to get anywhere else, which I think yeah, is yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so. So let me ask you this. And then, I mean, obviously we got to get into like, um, I know you did like, I think it was like a race car book just recently. Yeah, Faster. It, yeah, right? yeah right. Faster came out last summer, I think. Was it I last summer? I think it, okay. I think it came out right before my baby was born. So it's like, okay. there's like this like hazy period. Um, well, we got to talk about really that. Sure. You're a dad now, man. I'm a dad, yeah, yeah. yeah, like you're a new a, dad. A dad how's the, eight, how's eight that grind? Months. It's a grind. <laughs> it, it's like um, the baby, uh, uh, her name's, her name's Anna. Um, and uh, she, she came five weeks early. Mm. Um, oh. So there was like, like I, one like five weeks early just like a lot of stress like is she okay is she healthy all of those things and you know she was in the the NICU for a while and then but also I had sort of like scheduled everything so that I would have like a break um when she was born but then oh no she she came and I was like oh no I've got like all these things I need to do and so it's, it's really just been like kind of like a straight like immediately like juggling things and and balancing time, uh, <laughs> trying, trying to stay sane. Uh, but it's been really good. Um, and it's, I don't know, all, all the things that, that people say about babies, I think is kind of true. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's really hard, but then there's also like, you know, she's just like looking at a bee in the backyard and like just really just like staring and intently thinking about it. And then mm-hmm. I like sort of like find myself being much more in the moment and looking at a bee as well and thinking about bees. Um, so um, it's, it's been good, um, but it's also been, been very hard um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I always hats off to anyone <laughs> who's not only a comic book artist, but then they decide to have, they have kids on the, on top of that. Yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, we know, we all know what the schedule is to be a comic book artist. It's just, it's kind of grueling. And then, yeah, um, I, yeah like I, I couldn't do what you're doing, man. Like, I think that's, I think it's fantastic. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been pretty good. Uh, and yeah. she's just about to crawl. I think she's like days away from crawling, which will oh. bring up like a whole new realm of then problems. It's, yep. Yep. Uh, Cause like right now we can just like put her down on like the floor mm-hmm. and like, she's good. And we can walk away and come back. Um, once they like, crawl, once well, they start, they never stop. You know, they're yeah, I know. Forever. Like once, yeah. she, once she has freedom of motion, I'm like, every, we have to change our whole house around. I think. Yeah. The child proofing begins. Yeah, child proofing. Um, yeah, yeah. Because right now she can't, she can't do anything. Um, yeah. So, uh, 
but yeah, it, it feels like uh, a friend of mine just described it as like you level up basically. Right. And so, like, <laughs> you know, like when she was first born, like you were at level one and you could, all you had to do was handle this like blob that kind of stayed awake and mm-hmm. didn't move at all. And now it's like, okay, now you got like squirmy baby. Now you got angry baby. Like, uh, and so hopefully it just, hopefully I keep leveling up. S- sooner or so later, far. they're going to start beating you at like tabletop games. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm terrible. I, I'm like the worst. Uh, I get so angry. Um, when I lose yeah. tabletop games. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, I don't know if it's just being like an only child or something, but it's just like, I get involved and upset. Uh, so I need to, I need to work on that. Um, yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh, you mentioned you do, you've been doing Patreon. Um, yeah. And, uh, how do you, how do you like that, man? Like, it seems like that's really an avenue for a lot of, uh, creators these days. Um, it's something I know personally, I kind of dance around with doing, I haven't take gone down that road yet, but, yeah. uh, yeah. How, how do you like it? It's, it's, I don't know how well I do it. I think other people like are able to sort of make it like their, their primary thing mm-hmm. and, and sort of like do things like organize like commissions for like, like a commission level per month for pay yeah. patrons and wow. patrons. And they can do like 10 commissions in a month. And I'm like, I just hear that. I'm like, how is that? Like, can't do 10 commissions a month. Like, that um, sounds like, like too much, you know, but they work. have like lots of tiers and, and lots of like things that they, they provide. Right. Um, and for me, it's, I don't really look at it as a, like a primary thing, but what I, what I really like about it is one, I get like the pressure of like, you need to, to have something. And so like, I think without Patreon, I, I wouldn't have continued as consistently with prime as I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, I started it in 2020 and, you know, I've, I've kept it up. And I think mainly because it's like, uh, it's Monday, every Monday, you have to have those pages. And so like yeah. it has that. And also you, you get like this, like, you know, feedback from people and sort of, you know, more of a relationship, I guess, than, than basically like, you know, doing it on my own in right. my room, occasionally sharing stuff. But like, yeah. you know, with, with Patreon, it's like people have been reading prime since 2020 as well. While like, I feel like, I don't know how people interact with whatever platform, Instagram, Twitter, or whatever, but I don't feel there's that consistency. You know, like I, I feel like with Instagrammers, whatever, I just like, I see it when I see it, but I'm yeah. not actually like, I don't know. There was like this old days of the internet where you would check in on things regularly. And now it's yeah. just like, well, it hasn't come in front of me. Uh, so I, I don't know about it. Um, it and Patreon yeah. seems to, do you have a like, like a uh, a, 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 like a has it grown like relationships that you have with like your current uh, subscribers or readers, whatever you want to call them? Or yeah, like it's it's sort of like it feels like I've been in touch mm-hmm. um, with these people um, in a way that I wouldn't have been before. Yeah, um, that's awesome, man. Yeah, and that's kind of I don't know. I I think that's kind of the key, especially coming out of the pandemic. Uh, like you know, doing books and stuff is great, 
but it seems like that interaction with readers um, right. for the most part is usually positive. It seems like, I don't know. I'm sure some people have negative. I've never gotten into that territory. No, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess like I, I feel, I remember talking to somebody and they were like, what do you do with like negative feedback? And it's like, I don't, I don't feel like the, the hurtful feedback, is negative yeah. <laughs> like m- more i think it's like just total indifference mm-hmm. uh is the one that really hurts is that you you share something with the world and it's just <laughs> you know dead silence um yeah. <laughs> and, and like nobody's like oh man you just don't know how to draw nobody's right. ever said that yeah. like like, yeah. like no one's like yeah they'll or they'll say something that i can barely understand oftentimes where it'll be like you know like some video game exists and I'll yeah. be like, is that a, is that a critique of my drawing that it looks like? I don't, I don't even know what that means. So <laughs> I'll just ignore it, um, yeah. you know. And and the main thing I just feel is just like silence. <laughs> so I, I don't feel like I have that much. That was like uh, uh, Tad when we were at Nano. When we were at Nano, and that kid came up. Uh, that that guy came up when you're looking at the backwoods, and he was reading through it, and he just looks at it, he goes, looks up at you, goes, "This isn't your best." <laughs> he, just, yeah. he just put it down. <laughs> he, yeah, just put it down and walked away. And I was like, "Fair, okay." <laughs> like, I mean, I don't really have a comment for that. Like, it, you were like, it wasn't neck. It was just like, well, it's, it's an older book. I did sure, but you were okay. like, "Thanks, man. I tried my best." Like. <laughs> I mean, that's all you can say, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I did have, I I think maybe I did have one time where this guy, he didn't put it together that I was the artist or the creator on the books. And he was looking at him and he was, he was open up and he's like, what is this? Like, look at this. What is this? And I was like, uh, it's the stuff I drew, man. And he's like, oh, oh, uh, I mean, it's not bad. And then he like <laughs> shut it and walked away. I was like, that hurt. Ow. Ouch. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel like conventions and, and things like that actually is more of a place where you'll get negativity. Cause I just feel like there's, there's always some like very angry person, mm-hmm. like who's just yeah. like walking around hating everything. And like, you know, you're just gonna, he's going to hit you. Um, uh, not physically, but just like come right. back and, and just be grumpy and angry. Um, and I just, that, that seems like the way it goes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Those people are always kind of f- funny anyway. Like, I was like, yeah, oh, man, you spent you money to come and just like gripe about stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's looking to meet that one anime voice actor and everything else is <laughs> everything else. Trash. Everything else sucks. Yeah. Um, looking for that special anime booth. If you know the one that I'm talking about, the special one. So. Oh, oh wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Uh, um, all right. Like, let's class this up a little bit uh, after that. Uh, when I look at, because like, I'm obsessed with your layouts at this point, pretty much. Um, and uh, when you when you approach like your page compositions, uh-huh. like, do you go in it with like a specific goal of like, okay, I want this to be like a, a 12 panel grid, or I want this, I want to you know, have like, there was that one, there was one that you did years ago. Um, I think it was like, uh, it was like uh, nuclear missiles that were launching. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, you know, I, 
I want to say Bob. I think I have it somewhere as like Hedra? a T-shirt. Is that? Oh. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah the beginning of Hydra. Is um, in the beginning of Hydra. Yeah, and um, you know, like I look at that specifically, and I go like, I mean, like there was like there was some. I don't want to say goal, but like there was definitely like an intent to when you started the page, like how, I mean, could you walk me? I mean, I don't even know how I even <laughs> phrase this in a question, but like, how, uh, how would you approach something like that? Like um, if you could even contextualize that into words, I, you know I mean? It's, yeah. it's such a weird um, question. Well, I actually like just, just did a post on Patreon talking about like, someone asked me about like the process of, of like designing a page. Um, and so I guess I'll just read that post. Let's do it. Uh, sure. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> but basically, I think, like, generally, like, I find, like, one of the things that it seems like a lot of people think about with comics is they, they think of them sequentially, like all the images being in, in a sequence. But I don't really think they necessarily are. Like, I, I think it's more about, like, the, the relationship on the page. And so it's more like this being next to this or below this or above this and, and sort of... Because when you look at a comic book page, we, you see all the panels. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, like, you look at it and you see all the panels. So mm -hmm. you, you kind of... There's generally, like, no surprises coming once you look at the page. Um, but, like, when yeah. I... That's a good point. Cause like when you read a horror comic, right. It, horror comics are always really difficult for me because like you said, you see the whole page. A lot of times yeah. you see the like, Oh, what's waiting behind the corner. Well, I can see it down there on page on yeah. panel six. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, it better be on the first panel of an even numbered page. If you have it like, like, right. you know, like it's gotta be like on a page turn yeah. um, for it to work. If it's going to be a surprise or if it's going to be a big panel, it's like, that's going to be the first thing people see so I, I kind of i'm always sort of thinking about like the relationship of the panels not just in the order and i feel like when i read scripts it's often like this then this like as if you can't see the next panel but also as if you can't see the previous panel so sometimes in a script i'll read like a zoom description that takes up three panels and it's like far away getting closer very close and i'm like why like wh why would why would you take three panels to do that in that way like it's it's not there's no camera like we're not actually yeah. it, there's no physical motion so i'm always just like no it's about the layout and the composition and so I, i'm sort of thinking in in those terms when i approach a page um and then also sort of i i feel like I think a lot about the panel shapes and also the yeah. gutters and like how those can be a part of like the narrative. And mm. so like how you can like bend gutters or twist gutters so that they're sometimes they're like motion lines or something like Whoa. that. And so it like creates a more sort of involved yeah, like layout as opposed to it just being like image and then this image, then this image, and then this image. And so that they're all sort of like, it's kind of like every page is a splash page. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's sort of like every page is a splash page and no page is a splash page. <laughs> like, um, you know, which I feel is weird because like 
people look at most of my stuff and they're like, this has like 20 panels on it or something or 35 yeah. panels or 40 panels. And I'm like, I don't really count them. I just look, this is how it's organized. Um, and so like, that's sort of like my like philosophy just going in is like how to do these, you know, what will help the story, what will convey ideas and how can I use like the panels and the structure of the page uh, to convey those ideas. Um, and then I also do like generally with almost every project, I have like a set grid um, that I don't really break from. And it's like a very dense grid. So for like Hydra, it was like five by seven. Mm. So, it, you know, it's like a 35 panel grid and Prime's the same. Uh, and then Faster was four by six. So a 24 panel grid. And um, the a book I'm working on for IDW is five by eight. So a 40 panel grid. And it's not that I ever draw 40 panels. It's just like, these are, these are where the panel breaks are going to be. Um, yeah. And sort of like, I, I start with that and then start working and moving stuff around within that sort of grid. It's kind of like, maybe like Tetris. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. It, the whole, pro like your whole process, like, you know, yeah, it, your whole process is, completely different than like um <laughs> like well i went to the Kubert school right and right, at the yeah. time like joe was teaching there all the all the the two brothers uh adam and andy were teaching and mm -hmm. you had a bunch of people from marvel and stuff at the time and um you know they they very much had almost like like you were saying the opposite where the if they were thinking in terms of like camera lenses mm -hmm. like where's the camera placed and you know the the whole like as you progress through the panels, uh, the character gets bigger. You get you're you're getting closer and closer. That sort of thing, right? Um, and, and that's what they put the emphasis on. And it's just interesting that you're achieving the same goal, but you're taking you're almost like if they're starting over at A, you're starting over at Z. Yeah, yeah. You're coming to the same conclusion in the middle. It's 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 just fascinating to me because oh, it's just a completely different approach than. Like most people yeah. I know, you know, and that, I think that's probably why your results are so unique and interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it feels like, you know, everyone finds their way to do, you know, make, make their comics. And like, this is just like how it works for me. Um, yeah. And, and sort of like, I, I think there's something in some ways, like I, I find just using the grid it's like, I'm never really staring at a blank page. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, well, let's put the grid down. <laughs> um, and then it's like, like, I'll start like figuring things out within it. And then, you know, I like playing with ideas of like how an eye can move across the page, um, which I, I think is, is something like people don't necessarily choose to think about, you know, like, and, and I don't, you know, like, Tintin, you know, and Hergé, like, is fantastic and untouchable. I, it, it is left yeah. to right, left to right, left to right, four, mm -hmm. four tiers, left to right, left to right, left yeah. to right. There's no, like, none of that. And it's not, I don't know that Tintin would benefit from having any of that because that's not really about how it's working. And so yeah. it's like just finding, like, this way that sort of works for me, um, and, and keeps me keeps me interested as well. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, did, well, speaking. Of, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, did it take you a long time to kind of figure out that was how you wanted to, you know, 
draw your comics or lay out your pages? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it took a pretty long time. Um, I think, I mean, I had my, I think I'm older than people think. Uh, well, like, now you got to drop some digits. How old are you now? 43. Um, okay. You're not that so I, I think people like, like no one knew who I was. And then Hedra came out and I think they thought I was like a young person. Mm. Um, but like my first book came out with MBM in 2007. Um, and then there were like, you know, was that, the, was that a baseball book? No, the baseball book came out in like 2014. Um, oh, okay. so the first book was called flower and fade. That was 2007. Then a book called Joe and Azat, which it's about like sort of based on my experience in the Peace Corps. And then 2014 was the baseball book, which was called All-Star. That was the first book where I, where, that, where I was, became aware of you. It was, the, yeah, okay. all, it was the All-Star. All-Star. Yeah. yeah. And then Hedrick, I saw it. Somebody, I want to say I got it as like a zine or something. It was and a then, newsprint. That's um, right. Like, I got like it as big oversized. Thing. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, where I got, that's where I first saw Hedra. Hmm. And then, um, and then, well, then Image did their a run of it. And yeah. I think that's when we had you on the podcast yep. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I feel like those those first three books, like, they're, they're good. They're like what I was doing at the time. But like, they didn't, they didn't have that sort of structure to them. They didn't have that sort of, like, kind of play and experiment with them. And so I feel like I was there's like hints of it, but like, it wasn't like, and then all-star I felt like wasn't particularly successful. Like I felt like I'd worked really hard on it. I spent a long time on it and it came out in like silence. Like, yeah. you know, like I've it, been there, my man, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and, <laughs> yeah. And, but like, I also sort of felt like there was like an, like an editor, an imagined editor, at MBM, who was not there, um, yeah. who was like saying, don't do this, don't do this. You have to do it this way. You have to do it this way. Sure. Like the Joe Kubert school says, do it this way, do it this, like, you know, all, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I worked so hard and nobody cared. Why? And I was just like, I don't care. I'm just going to do whatever I want. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to, not going to have an editor in my own head. I'm going to, companies have those people they pay them it's their job i'm gonna let somebody else tell me don't do that um right. i'm not gonna not gonna tell myself uh yeah. and and i think and since then i feel like it's sort of like i found my voice um and people have been you know more interested in my work um and sort of more more open uh, as they should be seeing it. that's right <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Now I've got, now you set me up for two questions. We'll get to IDW. We have, <laughs> okay. we have to, cause yes. we have to talk about it. It's your new book, but you said you're in the Peace Corps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you tell um, us a little bit about that? Cause like, that's, that's fascinating. Um, yeah. Like, um, so it was, my, both my parents were in the Peace Corps um, and they met in the Peace Corps and actually got married in the Peace Corps. Wow. Um, wow. And, and they were, they were in the Peace Corps in the sixties. And so you could, I think at the time you could stay a lot longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. like, like now it's pretty much like two years, you're done. Um, but I think then, I think they might've been in the Peace Corps for like four years. Um, wow. So it was like something I heard about. It was always sort of something that was there. Um, and and I just liked the idea of like going and, and doing some work, you know, like 
um, you know, we live in this super wealthy country, maybe going and seeing some of the world yeah. and not like the, the touristy part and maybe having right. a positive effect. Um, and I also, when I, when I signed up, I liked the idea of randomness, <laughs> like, just like they're going to tell me where to go. Um, and so I ended up going to Turkmenistan, uh, which is a, kind of a weird place. Um, uh, it's one of the former Soviet republics, you know, it's south mm-hmm. of Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan. And, you know, it's got a totalitarian dictatorship um, with like a kind of a crazy dictator. Uh, and it was like, just like a really, really interesting place to be, weird place to be, frustrating place to be, yeah. um, beautiful place to be like for, for two years. Um, what kind of work up, were you were you doing? Uh, I was teaching English. Um, okay. I was like teaching like um, in schools. Um, oh. uh, like teaching, I don't know, nine-year-olds. Wow. Um, okay. Like, maybe, maybe at the oldest, like thirteen. Uh, so kids, um, and it was it was it was an interesting sort of experience because, like, at least at that time, I don't know what it's like now. It was sort of like. You know, when when the Soviet Union fell apart, like basically like Russia, like pulled everything back and like you're on your own. Um, and so I imagine like, infrastructure just degraded. Like, yeah, yeah. That. It's yeah. like stagnating. You wow. know, it's yeah. not it's not so much like the developing like what people say. I forget the correct terminology, but what people refer to as like this idea of on the rise or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, it's actually like falling apart and so like you know you could go out to the caspian sea and there'd be these old like russian military ships like rusting and sinking wow like right off the beach and stuff and um, a lot of like dismantled old russian stuff uh um so it was was an interesting place Um, yeah uh, interesting interesting experience too um i ended up leaving early um because um it was just like I, I woke up one day and I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was just like done. Like sure. yeah. it was it was just like. Did you do that after college or? Um, a bit after college. Um, okay. I think I was twenty five when I went in. Um, twenty seven when I came out. Um, so, I was that experience what. Was, was that like the catalyst to for you to start like I'm going to become a professional comic book artist or did, you know was there some stuff? Uh, in no, I, I mean I I I'd done Flower and Fade, the first book with MBM before actually I went. Oh, to okay, the okay. I think I I had like a very different idea of like being a comic book artist than I have now, and I had this sort of like I don't know Jack Kerouac sort of vision of yeah, yeah. like you know like. I'm just going to live and do and like report on or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. But like, I think what I've come to realize is like, ah, I'm not the most interesting thing, you know, like um, I'm, I'm not, I, I think my story isn't that interesting a story. <laughs> like, you know, it's not like, it's not going to inspire a generation of hippies or anything can, can like I, that. Can like, I be, can I confess to something? Uh, I, it seems like uh, I knew a lot of people that when they first started comics, like in school, mm-hmm. they kind of had that vision, like, oh, I'm going to tell my stories. And mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, like autobiographical comics are kind of, um, I find it really hard to get behind some of them because it's, you know, like no offense, but most of the people, a lot of the people that go to art schools are like, um, you know, kind of, you know, the middle-class kids don't haven't really experienced much of, I mean, maybe there's different levels of hardships I get, but like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily create for the most interesting life. Yeah. Um, And so it's like, I've, and I know people have very successfully done autobiographical yeah. comics. It's just, it's one of those where I, like, I try and read them, be supportive of them. And I just, I'm always like, I don't know. I've met some people like I, like I, when I was a kid, I wrestled with some kid with a, a couple guys who were from Sudan. They were like okay. the lost boys and so they were refugees and they came in mm-hmm. high school and we like, I played sports with one of, one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say his name just because I don't know what he's doing these days. Um, but like when he told you about his life, it was one of those where you're like, Oh, <laughs> by the time he yeah. was seven, he'd already fought in a civil war. Yeah. And like yeah. in the, you know, traveled by foot across like three don't, other countries. Don't try and one up that. Yeah. 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 It was one of those where it's like, who am I to try and, you know, like wh- yeah. why would I tell a story about my life when there's a guy who's actually like gone right. through things I couldn't even imagine. Not, right. not, not saying I was just, that's me personally. Mm-hmm. It's just like my own personal kind of like, yeah, it's real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think like I never, none of those books that I did were autobiographical. Right. Right. Um, you know, like they were all sort of like based on my experiences, but one of the things I feel like for autobiography to be like good, it, it it just requires like a certain personality. Like I feel there are like those people who can tell you about like going to the bank yesterday and it's a good story. Those people, they can do autobiography. Um, there's, there's people who can really like really get into themselves and like, it's it's like, (laughs) and I know that that, that came out wrong. No, 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 but like, well, no, it's not good. I I wouldn't say it's good, but I wouldn't say it's bad either. You know, like, it's really like, what's wrong with me? Like, what are these things I'm like, that's driving me like really do this sort of like very vulnerable thing. And it's just like, not, not really where I'm at. Like, um, it's, it's not, what I really want to get into, you know, there's, there's some like autobio books that I've read and I'm like, how could you, how did you tell this to your family? You know, like, yeah. you know what, you know what I mean? And it's like, definitely like, like, and you know, some people might not care. Some people, maybe their, their family issues are beyond it, but like, sometimes it just sounds like it sounds like you're being a dick. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Now like, I will say that when you do come across an autobiographical book that's done well, it's mm-hmm. kind of amazing. Like um, I can't remember the creators on, but I think it's called this one summer came out I don't know, oh, like yeah. six or seven years ago. Amazing. It was that so, I, thought that I was think a... it's autobiographical. Okay. Yeah. I want to say um, if I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know kind of li- creative liberties they took mm-hmm. uh, with it, but it seemed like it was pretty, like, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a coming of age book. Even if it wasn't, it was like it definitely had that vibe to it. And I mean, that was the first time I read one of those where I was like, okay, you know, I should probably not. I should probably change my opinion on some of these autobiographical books. This mean, is really good. And that 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 book deals with some hard stuff, you know, yeah. like like it it and it deals with it in like a very like intelligent, sophisticated way, um, and and sort of like. It, it's 
for for me, I guess in terms of my career, it's like it's not something that I personally have that much experience with, like that I think are like the relevant stories that people need to hear. And it's also sure. right now just not not where my interest lies. Um, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I th- I think you and I are save wavelength on that. Like I just uh, I don't think I I don't find myself interesting enough to tell the story about that comes from the. Um, 37 years of my existence on this planet uh, there's just nothing yeah. you know unless it was like a book about like all the horrible things i used to like jokes i used to play my sister when we were kids that would probably be you know the only good that's the only good stuff <laughs> that doesn't sound like you'd come out looking very good well no uh, but we'd have to make sure we painted a very vivid picture of how horrible of a of a little sister, she was there. <laughs> just how terrible she is as a just human. Terrible yeah. to deal with. Yeah. How much older are you than her? Uh, uh, uh I think it's six years. About oh, six come years. Come on, yeah, no, you're gonna look bad no matter what. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, if you're like two years older, like maybe it wouldn't be that bad. Oh, uh, yeah, probably <laughs> look terrible. Just drove um, me crazy. I mean, I had to put up. You're old, going after a ten-year-old, a six-year-old boy and a ten-year-old girl. It's true. Like, uh, fair. It's true. It's um, true. I would say I was at the disadvantage because she was she she knew what she was doing the whole time. Okay. Oh, Santa! Whatever, kids. <laughs> she's coming up to she's coming up to visit me in a couple of weeks, so it's fine. <laughs> You're okay now. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It was what it, you know. You know how kids are. You know, like mm-hmm. kids. You, I don't know. You said you're an only child. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my sister and we when we were kids, we fought mm-hmm. all the time, but it was just in our with the two of us anything mm-hmm. outside of it it was like same team and now i mean now we're i don't know she's probably i'm probably closer to her than i am anybody else mm-hmm. you know yeah and i she'd probably say the same thing i would imagine um but enough about me enough about <laughs> me uh yeah i want to hear so, about this uh idw book you got in yeah. the mix yeah um yeah so it's it's a ways off in terms of coming out uh but it's called arca um and it's being it's written by van jansen um okay. who's who's done a lot of stuff um but stuff with dc is probably like the most famous stuff um uh and yeah it's coming out through idw right now uh i've drawn like a hundred pages of 160 um wow so it's it's not it's going to come out in like 2023 okay um i think is it going to uh, come still... out as a gn or as yeah. issues yeah. okay um that that's and... interesting because they typically do you know licensed properties like ips um is this like a new division of theirs I, I think um yeah i think they're they're sort of trying to to change like their i don't know i don't know the business side i don't i'm not that yeah. good at it but i think like they brought in like Mark Doyle from DC and I think Doyle, he's sort of dude, heading up. He's great. Yeah. They're, they're like OGNs right now and sort of like trying to like, I think put like a sort of an IDW stamp on, on things. Um, That's cool. Cause I know years ago they did a lot of um, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I think they pulled away from it. Like by the time I was like, right when I was getting out of school, I want to say they kind of had, they'd like acquired like turtles and transformers right, yeah. and all that stuff. And I think mm-hmm. they kind of got away from it, but it's exciting that there's another player in the field mm-hmm. doing 
like yeah. create your own, you know, stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's been a, it's been a good experience so far. Good. Um, like, um, it's been, it's been interesting. Cause like, this is, this is also like the, the second sort of big book I've done with a writer. Um, I okay. did this book, um, last year that's coming out this year, um, in June, um, called Ghost of Science Past. Um, that's oh. sort of a, a young adult uh, educational science novel. Cool. Um, with, uh, Which... The writer is Joe Sarecki. Um, okay. Who's publishing it's that? Out, it's coming out by... Well, it's coming out by Big, which is an okay. imprint of humanoids. All the contracts I signed and all the people I talked with were humanoids. Right. Um, but it's got like the, the Big stamp on it. So I'm not sure exactly... And then it's like distributed by Simon and Schuster. So it's like, yeah, I, which I think is separate from humanoids. Totally. It, yeah, uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That's, that's just how they, that's how they operate now. It's yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that book's coming out like June 28th. Um, oh. oh, that's coming up soon. Yeah. Not yeah that far soon, out. Like uh, yeah. six weeks or so. Oh. Um, and so, yeah, it's sort of like, you know, working, I kind of feel since the last time we talked, I kind of became like a professional comic book artist, um, which is sort of weird and sort of working with writers, working with I editors. would say you were one before we <laughs> talked. <laughs> I mean, you had a small I, library up behind you, you know? You, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess what I, what, what I sort of felt was like, you know, like I, I, I'd done Hydra and Planet Paradise. I don't know if that had come out when we talked but like planet paradise was coming out when we talked yeah yeah okay yeah because i picked it up i want to say like two weeks after we talked because okay yeah Um, which it was great by the way oh thank Mm you um like and and so i'd I'd done all these like one-man shows sort of things like and, and i but i also sort of needed needed this to become like my primary source of income uh and so like you know like not like necessarily paying dues, but like dealing with editors, dealing with a writer, dealing with other people involved and sort of like doing that was part of the, part of the process um, that I felt like I I sort of needed to do. Um, And like, you know, like Joe contacted me with a story. I really liked the story. Uh, It felt like like a good opportunity to like do, do something new, do something interesting. Also do something. I think this is probably going to be true with any writer I work with is like something I wouldn't write. Cause like, cause I'm not a writer. Um, so like any, any writer will write something different than I would. Um, and sort of like that experience of sort of like looking, creating stories that are coming from a different direction. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, it was good with humanoids. It's been good so far with IDW. Um, that's, that's great, man. That's with really IDW, great. I'm kind of excited to we're gonna i'm not coloring it um which i'm kind of excited to see like <laughs> yeah what, like like what a professional colorist will do because like i i still think of myself as like this kind of like colorist klutz like i'm like i'm doing my best um yeah uh and so Who, who's coloring it we don't know yet um it's oh. we're still still figuring that out um, i i would recommend Luis Delgado. He's one of my favorite colors over there. Okay. I worked with him on um, Turtles Ghostbusters. 
Okay. And um, he just did know, the last I, Ronin too. He does a lot of the turtles coloring. Okay. Yeah, he just did last Ronin for them, and then he's doing. Um, I think he's doing that. Uh, oh, what's that thing? Heavy metals doing with the Death Dealer. Oh, series. Yeah. He's doing that currently right now. He's out in Mexico City. Really great okay. guy. Super professional. Cool. I uh, just I don't know. He's one of the uh, I'd say one of the better colors I've worked. I mean, I've been lucky enough to work with some good colors, but um, I just I always advocate for him because he's okay. just he's a good dude. And he like he was really easy. Like if I had notes or something mm-hmm. that I wanted to do, like he actually like would talk with me about it, which you don't mm-hmm. typically get, you know, and kind of when you start getting on kind of the assembly line, like everybody's just worried about just hitting deadlines. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he was he was really cool to do about that. So like there was things we could talk about and he's like, oh, yeah, that's Yeah, let's do this. Let's see that. Yeah. Like, so this, this, yeah. The, the deadline thing and sort of like the, the speed at which things need to happen. I, I don't know if I had this like sort of naive sense that we'd be like discussing like facial expressions, but it's like, no, we, yeah. we no, no one's going to comment on whether you got that facial expression right on that page, um, which is sort of like understandable. Uh, yeah. I was like, I was like, come on, man. Sometimes I want to like really do something off. Uh, just yeah. To, See if I can, you know, like see if it gets a comment. Um, I yeah, it, that stuff can be um, it can be good and bad, I guess. You know, I've had good experiences, bad experiences with this stuff. <laughs> it's, well, it's it's funny, like it's it's sort of a realization that like I don't know how anyone else reads comics. I only know how I read comics, right? Yeah, and like I'm so visually focused, and like. Same. You know, I, I will, I just look at pages and I just will look at them a long time. I'll read the text, but continue looking at the page right. for a while. And, and so, so to me also the, the biggest stars are artists. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. I, I know Alan Moore is great. I know Neil Gaiman's great. Every from everybody from Britain is great. Like, um, <laughs> you know, like, but like, I'll look at JRJR <laughs> forever. Like, you know, yeah. he's, He's, I'm like, well, he's above both those guys, um, and any artist really. Out. And so, but sort of realizing that I don't think most people read that way. Like, I don't think they actually spend that much time with the pictures. They're going much faster, much more like dialogue and, and story focused. Um, I, I, I think you're 100% accurate on that. Um, uh, as I mean, someone who's, as, as the non-artist in the room who reads comics, yes, that's I've yeah. I've actually uh, since since we've been doing this podcast, I've like slowed down, right? I've mm-hmm. slowed down my comic reading to yeah, that's to, right to focus on just the entire piece, <laughs> that's right. you know, right? Uh, my influence, it's well, it's kind of it's kind of weird, like it's it makes it it. To me, it makes it such a weird industry mm-hmm. that, like, far and away, the art takes the longest time. Yeah, like it's it's not even close. There's a reason, like, why, like, on a like a, a really productive artist these days can be doing yeah. two titles a month. Um, I, I think that's which like is insane. And, which which is might be only John Romita Jr. Like right now is the only person to do Bob like, Bob Quinn Bob Bob Quinn yeah okay but like Bob Quinn yeah writers can do like eight 
Like, you know, like, the, yeah, it's, the, it's the not fair, right? right? Like, so I hate it when faster. writers will be like, oh, look at all the books. These are all the books I did this year. And you're like, I killed myself on one. And then you look at, they're like, look, I did 22 titles this year. Look at them all on my shelf. That's, you know, this is the last four years. And there's like 100 titles. And you're like, yeah, it's not fair, man. I guess not fair. What, okay. Whatever. It's good for them. Good for them. Um, wow. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you 100%. Um, I, I think, uh, I know when I started my career, I start. I unfortunately wasn't good enough to just like get on a book. Um, but uh, so I ended up working as like a background artist for like four okay. years. And um, I mean, talk about there was at one point, like I remember one time I went to a comic shop and I had five titles for that month that were on the shelf, like books that I got to work on where I did uh-huh. all the backgrounds and my, you know, one, your name's not on them. So that was very frustrating. Yeah. But then the other thing that was frustrating is the, the like, I knew that, even though I had put in all these undressing, like, you know what I mean? Like no one really, like, they're just looking at like, oh, look, there's, so there's that character. And then they were moving on to the next page. You know what I mean? Onto the next page. Right. Just reading it, glancing at the character, looking to kind of Ooh, that Alaska internet what's is going striking on in the background, again. and then just moving on. And it's just what else? Oh, am I am I cutting out? Yeah, we're in my back. You're, you yeah, guys thought it, that that Alaska think, internet, but oh, you're going. Sorry, it's we're in a mix of like speeds um, and slight freeze frames, like I'll, three seconds. You guys, frames. you guys talk. Um, <laughs> you guys talk. I'll be right back. Where are you going? I don't, maybe he's gonna turn the router he's, on. And he's off gonna, he's gonna go and reset. You know, maybe yeah. unplug, plug it back in. Who, who yeah. knows? So, so I guess like for for me, you said like you you come from like you know a non artist reader perspective. Yeah, and, and like t- to me, like what like really like drew me into comics was like the the, the images. Like yeah. like it, it, it's really like. I just I I feel like I just saw it and was like I want this, mm-hmm. and it never really never really switched over like to the to this not well story never came to dominate that it always like every comic I bought like I might buy yep I I lost you for a sec Jesse. Sorry. It it might be my shit. Maybe it's my internet. I don't know. And now I can't hear you. What the hell? Now I can hear you. There we go. I heard hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, I think, you know, from definitely as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. I was I was drawn to, you know, probably every other kid, you know, that's an awesome picture of Venom mm-hmm. on the cover of this book, you know, and so I'm going to buy yeah, it yeah. based off of the cover. And then, uh, you know, as I became more and more of like a vivid, just, well, I just used to read so many books. I actually, mm-hmm. I became a reader because of the, the old, well, now the legends, the star Wars legends books. Oh, okay. Those were yeah. my, those were my jam growing up. Um, and so then I moved, then I moved to comics and, um, and I would, I would like, you know, you appreciate the art, but I didn't mm-hmm. focus on it as much as I did until, uh, until I met Tad and I, and, yeah. you know, I learned more about 
you know how things are made and you know how the how the food is cooked i guess right right yeah, yeah. and so now i'm i'm much more I, I i slow it down um and it's a much more vivid and enjoyable experience when you like you know kind of understand uh, at least on mm. some level you know i don't know what you guys talking about i just came back in but internet should be working now we're talking about reading comics reading comics oh. and like how much attention i guess like you pay to the art versus how much attention you pay to like the story um i'm like you man i i loiter on on the art um i try and de- i don't know about you but uh i try and deconstruct what mm-hmm. creators are doing like color like i'll look at the colors and try and see like well what are they doing layering wise or mm-hmm. like uh, especially the line art um yeah. i'll try and see like okay what what medium are they using? What tools do I think they're using? Yeah, like, yeah. How do they structure that out? Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's definitely like, there's that like sort of professional aspect of like trying to figure out like, what what is this line being created by? Like, it looks, looks like a technical pen, but I don't think it is. Um, yeah. And now it's gotten even like more complicated because it's like, isn't this digital? I think this is digital. Ah, right. Maybe it's not digital. Yeah. Um, but, I find that fr- that part frustrating. If I can figure something out real quick, um, like nothing breaks my heart is when, um, when I can see like, oh, that's you searched this on Google and that's the third image in. Uh, like <laughs> that, nothing breaks my heart when I see that because occasionally you know you come across something and you're like, oh, oh yeah, I've, I know that image. Okay. Oh, uh, I I don't know that I've ever uh, had that thing, but if I just look at it, I'm like, that's a photograph. That's like that's over a yes. photograph. It it just bothers me. Same here. It's like it shouldn't, right? It shouldn't because it's all about just telling the story and hitting the deadline and no, getting it done. It's not about telling the story. Or <laughs> the it's it's about like the the joy of making art and like putting things on paper. And that to me yeah. just seems like where's the fun in that? Like See, uh, that's like, how that's how I feel about it. But you know, I, you know, like at the same time, like I've gotten in trouble. I just take trouble loosely, but I've gotten I've gotten pushback from folks that where I'm like, uh, I, I don't I don't like that because they're just tracing photos. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, there's certain books you could tell where it's like every image is just a trace of a photo or or even if it's like, I'll be honest, like if something's really stiff because it mm-hmm. has to be fo- real photorealistic, um, which I think is cool. But if it's really stiff, it takes me out of it because at the same time, it's like. Dude, I, I know you're just either tracing photos or you're so religiously drawn from a photo that like yeah. there's no I th- I find it kind of like like Alex Ross is a beautiful illustrator, but mm-hmm. I find it's just like his comics kind of like slow. No, 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 nothing against Ross. Yeah. He's a beautiful well, illustrator. It's, you know? it's it's sort of like I, I feel part of actually like comic book art is like a little bit of distortion, and yeah. and, and it's like with, with like that baseball book. Like if you look at like freeze frames of like pictures mid pitch oh it, it looks like nothing like it, it yeah. has no energy and so like you need to like you know get your how to draw comics the marvel way like mm-hmm. how yeah. to create like this otherwise i'm like why are you drawing it like like yeah. why why do you want to take a picture and like put it in um and so i just feel like there's this like even if it's not like a huge distortion, like a little bit that gives it that like energy and like 
you know, this was also in the Patreon post, but like those things, cameras do really well and they yeah. capture things exactly as they are. Mm-hmm. This thing's drawings do really well. It's not capturing things exactly where they are. It's like this energy of like the line. And this is like getting into my like personal opinions about like drawing of like a lot of, I think my drawings, it's like, there's an, there's my like signature in the line work. Right. And you know, you, you don't, you might hate it. You might love it. You might be totally indifferent, but like it's mine. And whenever like you take a photograph, I don't know, like the photographs that I see that are being used in comic books are not beautiful photographs. These are not like, you know, museum gallery, beautiful photographs. These are like kind of almost reference photographs. So they're, like, I don't understand why you're mixing these two things. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand. Budget, budget and time is. Budget, yeah. Is alive, like, but, I mean, like anybody who's got to draw like a cityscape. And like when I worked as a background artist before mm-hmm. I got pixelated there, I guess. Um, I mean, like I made a thing of like, I'm not tracing anything, right? I'm just drawing mm-hmm. everything raw. And just, I will look at photos on the, like photos as reference until my eyes bleed mm-hmm. and then we'll structure them out on the page and draw them just old school. Cause mm-hmm. I wanted, I figured, I thought that would make me better. And it did, but it like probably slowed things way down. Cause I knew other guys that were like, they progress a lot faster in terms of like, I guess, job placement, just because mm-hmm. they were like, nah, fuck it, man. I'm having troubles drawing. I'm going to trace this bodybuilder. And I'm going to make him look like Superman. And then I'm going to submit mm-hmm. this, you know, here and I'm going to get a job drawing Superman. And it, it would happen, you know, for them. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it's just to I mean, his own. Um, but I, I think this is getting into like, you know, like, <laughs> but like it's, you know, it's like sort of like the kind of standard frustrations of the industry and, and like my, not my problem is I care, yeah. like I really care about like what I draw and like I, I obsess over it and I obsess about line weights and, you know, like my yeah. background line weights being the right ones so they don't distract from the foreground, you know, et cetera, all that stuff. And I care like, mm-hmm. but yeah. like the fact is that TMNT sells because the name on it is TMNT, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Like, right. And so what, like any publisher who's had it, like what they care about is like, do we have a TMNT book to come out this month? The newest issue <laughs> you know, I got right here. Yeah. <laughs> this month's issue. And I, and I, I, I just say that, that, that it doesn't matter. Spider-Man, Batman, yeah. anything. Yeah. It's like a lot of what sells it is that it has that name on it. And so like, what's the most important thing is that it's done. Right. out on time and in stores and and also you weren't a jerk and created lots of problems along the way you know like and so yeah. like right i'm like but what about the quality of the line work and i i feel like any business person is like what like uh, yeah superman like <laughs> no, yeah. like like it's interesting that it's, looks like it's... superman and that looks like superman but i'm like the second one's drawn better like well you're uh, you know it's a, a dilemma is it is it art mm-hmm. or is it commercial product yeah. placement that you're creating right. like like when i went to the cuber school right like it was interesting like um like some of the old school artist guys they're like this isn't fine art it's yeah. commercial get the job done move on to the next mm-hmm. but then as students if you found out another student 
wasn't doing this like structural due diligent diligence mm-hmm. um and you found out they were tracing then you, I, I kid you not that like they were mocked be, uh-huh. like sometimes even to their face but like then all of a sudden they were labeled for the entire existence of being in the schools like oh no he's a trace trace of spades man that's what he does he's trace of spades <laughs> it's like it's like chasing amy you seen that movie yeah. You're a oh, goddamn God, tracer. Yeah. 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 It's very much David's. They, yeah. And so there was that weird thing where you're like, yeah, but you know, like uh, it, it, it was a, it was a weird dilemma. Cause like we were treating it as students um, as mm-hmm. fine as kind of fine art and like learning how to structure things and draw things. But then, you know, there was other guys who came in and were like, no, man, I just want to get this assignment done as fast as possible so I can move on to the next, you know, like they they, they were looking at more of like a, yeah. like a commercial job. But then at the same time, you know, like there was like, I remember there was one guy, like he would mess up and he, he would accidentally bring some of the comics he, he would just deliberately rip from. They were like 90s <laughs> books. And then you'd see like, oh, that's the background that you submitted for your homework, you know, and like oh, you never saw oh. drawn class, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was one of those kind of things where you're like, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm getting I, I guess, like, like, the weeds on some weird shit, but. But I mean, to me, I, I don't understand that. Like, I feel like, like an old yeah. man, like talking about cheating and, and like, like, it's like, you know, if you cheat, you don't actually learn anything. Um, right. But I'm like, why would you want to be a comic book artist if you don't want to draw? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I and, and yeah. this is actually something that I find a lot of times talking with people, it sounds like they don't like drawing and I don't Do you understand think maybe- it. I'm baffled by it. I'm like, we, there's so many ways to make money in the world, you know, like, yeah. you, you, <laughs> why are you choosing this one if you don't enjoy drawing? I think I drawing wonder if is it the maybe- best thing. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- I wonder if maybe though it's just something more of a statement than about like kind of the um, the the working culture of comics of like you everybody comes in loving it, but then mm-hmm. like I know so many artists where you talk to them and they just seem like so uh, heartbroken and defeated, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and burned, you know, and just tired. Maybe yeah. it's just the hour, you know, like the grind and the hours and all that kind of stuff. I don't know yeah. where yeah, maybe, maybe some people just in there like I. It's it's become work. I just need to mm-hmm. I need to get the job done as fast as possible. But I, I'm with you, man. I like I have 100 percent agreements with you. I, I I think I we we've been asking this question uh, with a few guests mm-hmm. this last couple of months, just because it's I think it's interesting. I think it goes hand in hand with like some of the burnout that people experienced during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you ran across that at all. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I did. Um, um, it, I don't know. It's just, it, there's something fascinating uh, about it. I can't, I don't know why I won't let it go. I should probably think about other things, but. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I, I feel like, like pandemic burnout is definitely a thing. Um, I don't know. Like I, I, I feel right now, like, as I said, I feel like I'm more of a professional than I was before. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things is that like, there's I just have to do it you know it and up until like 2019 I was a teacher and I just came home and I drew stuff and so like there there is like this fundamental change in like I have to draw it like I'm thinking about like I'm working on this IDW book now 
And then I have to like, what's, what's the next job? Like, and, you know, like, yeah. like planning all that stuff out and that like the changes, the way I draw, because like, if I get this IDW job done sooner, I can start the next project sooner. Like, you know, all yeah. good things happen that way. And so yeah. like, you know, will I decide like, this is an interesting do way to do the page but that's going to take a long time. <laughs> uh, but this way of doing the page, I can do really quickly. And, you know, like, I feel, I feel it's like a balancing act. Um, and I, I yeah. haven't hit like a, a burnout really in that sense, but I definitely have hit like this, like frustration of like, I kind of miss my free drawing. Like, I kind of miss like sketchbook time where like I was just like, and now, you know, what, what is that? I've never, yeah, uh, I've ne I haven't had that in like 10 years. <laughs> um, that sounds amazing. Um, um, you know, but just like sitting down with a sketchbook and just, just drawing and making stuff yeah. up and like Ugh. seeing where something goes. And right now it's like, I don't see where things go as much as I used to. Yeah. You know, like it's sort of like, yeah, I don't, I don't think this IDW book, I can just like, be like, yeah, I changed my mind and I just decided to make these five pages that you wrote 20 pages. Um, I don't like, think they'd be happy about that. I, I don't think so. Uh, you know, so like there's that and sort of like, I could imagine, I guess, after a long time of that, maybe being sort of yeah. burnt out. I don't know though. Um, uh, I, I imagine maybe just with anything, you know, like it, um, for some people, they keep the passion and for other people, it just kind of becomes a job where like they've got more important things that like were out in their lives that that's what they want to focus. You know, so yeah. they go to work, get it done. And then, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, then, then you have some people that like, they'll just, they're just, they live to just draw. Like I always refer to Dust, Dustin Weaver is probably the hardest working guy I've ever seen. He does like a lot of the big like Marvel events and stuff. And the dude just, I mean, he just puts down so much work mm -hmm. um, and it's like very detailed superhero stuff. So there's just tons. Yeah. It's all, you know, teams and machines and, you know, you're just like, Oh my God. Like he's like chasing after Akira, you know, or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like it's crazy the amount of work he puts into his stuff. And I'm like, nothing gets done quickly here like this is all like yeah. this, everything's a labor of love and i commend him because i'm like i don't have that passion i don't think mm. i i don't think it's in me <laughs> as horrible as that sounds i don't know I, I go i go back and forth i don't know that i have it in like the individual drawing sense but yeah. like uh like with so so basically like you know this humanoids book coming out in june and this IDW book, like those are, those are jobs and like they're creator owned, but like I signed contracts, I got paid, yeah. um, you know, and, yeah. but like prime, it's like mine. And I'm, and I'm just like, you know, like the, I'm going to edit it and I'm going to like redraw. I'm going to compress. I'm going to like be as indulgent as I want. Um, yeah. And I feel like people, think I'm crazy for being that way. Like I, I wasn't very disciplined in the, the second chapter. And so the second chapter got up to 78 pages. Um, but I wow. want it to be 56. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back and, you know, compress it. 
mm-hmm. and and like you know like shift things around and like redo it so that it gets wow. this and like people hear that they're like well, you're gonna redraw like and I'm like <laughs> well yeah I want it to be right like it's not yeah. it's yeah. it's it needs to be fixed and, and if it's um, your baby you yeah it's my baby to, you can you know, do it um, yeah 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 um, and so um, so I think maybe just having like that sort of separation too of like sure. I'll, I'll indulge here. Um, and I'll, I'll be more workmanlike here. Um, yeah. Which isn't to say like, I don't enjoy drawing like the contract stuff. It's just more like, you know, on time, you know, it's like, yeah, it's more, a little more pragmatic. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a more structured situation. Everything's kind of set before what you have to do. You can't be like, a script in that sense mm-hmm. makes it more structured, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I, I only one other. I think there's only like one other time in my life is when I did way, way, way back when I did a web comic where like, I just wrote it kind of like you did, are doing with what's it called. Is it prime or prime. primal prime. prime? Yeah. Yeah. Where I just tackled each page at, for that week and mm-hmm. like, just I just I only would maybe write out I never wrote out more than like five pages ahead mm-hmm. and I would just kind of and they're very loose so I, you know you could yeah. change things add a page do whatever you wanted and just just rolled with it and I, I did that for like what two years mm-hmm. and it um yeah it was like a really like wonderful experience um mm-hmm. just because it was like like you said you had this like fluidity of where you could just change things and do whatever you want yeah. you know or sometimes you like had a particular vision it had to be mm-hmm. a certain way right yeah. oh it was wow. nice yeah be nice now i guess the trick would be is to get one of these big companies to pay you to just do that yeah right <laughs> yeah i think it i think that right? involves having a book that's a really big success um oh uh, yeah you know, yeah that yeah. something that gets like and i don't know i i kind of feel like the, the the more personal stuff that I do is is very much like inside comics. I feel <laughs> like it's okay. Like I, I feel sort of people who aren't like maybe more comics. niche. Yeah, well, but it's like the way the story is being told is purely in like the comic book form. It's not like it. Like there are some stories. I think it it doesn't matter what medium it's in like sure like 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 some short stories like um the, the lottery by shirley jackson like that story it could be a comic it could be a movie like it's a very well written story but like it's it's the way the structure of the story works and how the narrative works and then you get to this like surprise ending i'm assuming everybody's read the lottery like it was Right? I know what it is. I yeah, it's like a, I felt like it was like a middle school book, um, yeah. you know, or like, and I think it could exist in any medium. It could be an episode of a TV show. You know, it's probably too short to be a movie, but like the stuff that I'm doing, I feel like if you look at like Hydra, it's like, yeah, I don't see a movie. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know how a movie adapts this. Yeah. Because it's so like purely within the comic book medium. And I feel the prime maybe less so because it's a longer story with more characters, but like, it's pretty I don't know. You get Hedra in front of like a, a Werner Herzog or something. And don't be surprised. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, uh, he would be I, I mean, 
Uh, I, I, yeah, I just think it. I always think it'd be cool to get some guy of that caliber who's like, I found something you did. I like it a lot because <laughs> I don't know. I think that would be that would be where you're like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm doing something right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, I think if if you have like a big successful book, I think you can basically do what you want. I feel like. I don't know. I mean, Frank Miller's gotten there. Mike Mignola, I think, can basically do whatever he wants mm-hmm. um, and like yeah. get get paid for it. Um, Jim Lee, you know, probably. Jim, Jim <laughs> Lee, I don't, I don't, I get, I'm not sure about Jim Lee. As long as it's DC, <laughs> um, as long as it's DC, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, I bet he could do an image book. Does he? Have, is there bad blood between him and? Image? Oh, I don't know. I just know I he's know. the I think so. one of the head. I, guys. I bet if he said, "Yeah, I'm doing Wildcat," wait, again, when he. Yeah, um, they would be like, okay. Yeah, um, doesn't DC wait, own no, DC owns all of they these? Do. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Um, yeah, but yeah. I don't think Jim Lee wants to do Wildcats again. No, no, I think he's pretty content uh, with his life. It seems yeah. like things are going pretty good for him. Yeah, it's worked out yeah. well. Uh, yeah, right. Bry, yeah, things working out well. I mean, he deserves it. He, the guy yeah. was a, uh, I mean kind of revolutionized the the industry in the 90s single-handedly uh you could say um uh, i don't think i'm out of lines with that statement well was that? Was, you don't think was, so uh, I, I feel there was uh, a number of I, not single-handedly involved. yeah i i just mean he's like in the forefront like he's mm-hmm. like one of the if you had like a mount rushmore of guys 90s comics he, you, you gotta have jim lee on there right i mean yeah yeah i mean, come I, mean on. I, I would say the he, at least of the image guys, I would say Jim Lee, uh, Rob Liefeld, and Todd McFarlane are I, not necessarily in good ways, um, but like, <laughs> no, I mean, but, but like they, yeah. they left like a huge imprint. And I, I like yeah. all of them. I just feel like in some ways their effects in the immediate weren't so great. Actually, in the long term, I think like, image has been wonderful for the comic book industry. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And he's, yeah, and definitely. It actually is kind of exactly what they said it would be at the very beginning. Um, you know, so yeah, I feel like those, those three, I don't know how, how involved the other ones were in the setting up. I know Eric Larson basically saved image. <laughs> um, yeah. Like eventually, mm. um, but. I just, I guess I, I was meaning more of just like pop culturally. It seems like Jim Lee's mm-hmm. like uncanny X Men run just really, I mean, people still, they're still making merchandise for it, you know, and they haven't done anything with it yeah. in what, 20 some years, 25, 26 years. It's kind of crazy to think that a cartoon is still somewhat relevant. Like it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. at least visually like people know what it, like kids know what it is we, you know even yeah. if they're like that's really weird i mean yeah. I, I mean aren't they bringing it back that. isn't that like mm-hmm. one of the things mm-hmm. I, I don't know all that stuff i never could keep track of the x-men um, no one can like, oh me either like <laughs> I, it was yeah. like great artists stories like i'd pick up an issue and have like be so far in the middle of like so many stories i'm like i never knew what was going on i just be like hey look there's the guy with the claws cool i like yeah him. that's yeah. something i remember too like the very beginning being like i don't even know who this person is like yeah like like looking like desperately for like who is this person like yeah why is this happening um 
than just not knowing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that was it's just so much. It's just, there's so much in those comics back then. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Just like, just everything pouches, muscles, metal, <laughs> metalloid things, cables, yeah. all oh. kinds of stuff, you know, like more the merrier. Bry. Yeah. yeah. I think it's time for, I think it's time. All right. Well, let me, I'll start by saying, you know how I stepped away like maybe 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago? Yeah. That is because sure. two more boxes of your comic showed up at my house. <laughs> Yeah. I'm doing a convention like what is it like 20 minutes from your house? Yeah. And so I basically I'm out, I was completely out of books, so I ordered put in orders with all my publishers the last couple of years and uh, I was just having it all sent to his house cuz yep. like I'm not going to fly it down from Alaska. That's crazy. Oh, no. Um yeah, so, so I have now I have I'm gonna, three I mean, giant boxes sitting in here. Yeah. So Neat. Nice. Yeah. Very it's excited. Right. I'm excited. So, <laughs> all right. The question, uh, I don't know if you remember the question from when you were on before, no. but the no. question no. is. Did we have it last time? I think so. That far back? Did, I think did so. We? Okay. Yeah. The, 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 the question is, uh, if you had the ability to do a, you know, a, a, a miniseries, a graphic novel, a run or whatever on any um, IP or character uh, it doesn't have to be comics. It could be like something from a movie, a TV show, whatever it might be. What would you want to do? Oh, um, let's see. That's it's not easy. Um, we ask the tough questions here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's there's like a lot of things that I've, I've thought of. One of the things though that I, I feel like I struggle with and why I struggle with this question is I feel like you talk to a lot of people and they're like, I got this Batman story. Right. Or I've got this Wolverine story. And yeah. like, I really don't. <laughs> like I, I've, I've got, I'm not like sitting on like a great uh, Batman well, story. Or is there like, like a, a, like a character so, that maybe you're just a fan of or something? Like that, I mean, that would be TV show that you love that you would want to do. I, I like recently what I've like sort of been playing around with in like sketchbooks um, that I don't have time to draw on uh, is like a, a rockabilly Batman sort okay. of thing. And so, it, yeah, I don't know there would actually be any crime fighting or anything like that, but there'd be like lots of like 50s looks, uh, lots of hot rods, definitely yeah. like a street race. And like um so i think maybe that would be like what i would like to do is like sort of like, i mean they just made uh, the batman a dinosaur so i, I imagine like there's yeah in like, some capacity you know, there's like room for something this like yeah. i don't know like um point of what what's that one vanishing point um like yeah like mixing it with like vanishing point rebel without a cause there like, you go um and, and but doing it with like batman and sort of like adjusting them i think if I were to do something sort of maybe more straight, I think like Stardust, maybe mm. um, the Fletcher Hanks public domain the, character. So the only thing stopping me from doing that is time. Uh, Stardust. That was a movie, right? Stardust. Well, it's a, yeah, that was uh, the Neil Gaiman one, though. But th this, <laughs> but you should read if you don't know Stardust by Fletcher Hanks. No, it's worth a look. It's like a golden age superhero who has basically infinite powers, and it's. It's so weird 
Like I, oh. I just love how weird it is. It's like all the criminals got together, you know, all the criminals in the world and started like shooting cannons at the Capitol. So Stardust flew in from like outer space and like <laughs> took off the criminal's head and threw it out into outer space. Like it's just okay. like, there's like no blood. It's just, and he's not dead. He just took off his head and threw it out into space. Or he's like, you okay. will just hang in the sky and think about what you've done. And it's, <laughs> it's just like totally bizarre and so weird. Like it's, I've seen the pic. I, so I just looked it up and I've seen the uh, pictures of that character before. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, Fletch, Fletcher Hanks is great. Fantagraphics put out like two, maybe one big collection, but they also put out like two smaller collections, uh, of Fletcher Hanks work. And it's, it's just really weird. It's, it's kind of like, to me, kind of taking superheroes and just like pushing them to like their logical limit. There's another character that I like of his um, from those collections of the book called Phantoma, who's sort of like a take on like the Jungle Queen stories, only she'll fight like giant flaming hands. And it's like, you know, why? I don't know. Like it, it's, it's really just like, super weird super absurd and yeah. i think i think it would be a lot of fun i think it would like fit in sort of maybe with like how like i say i don't like have like a batman story it's like these are kind of like almost anti-story um and so i feel like they might fit in to sort of what i do uh they'd be a lot of fun too um, yeah i like it i'm looking at the stardust right now this is some wild stuff man oh yeah it's it, it's it's kind of bonkers uh and guess what popped up? It was a sketch, I think, that you did of Stardust. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely a character I've drawn. Stardust the Super Wizard on Etsy right now for $80. Oh, it's an original. Know, is that, yeah. Yeah. Is that, yeah. You, are you selling it? Do you have an Etsy shop? I do. Yeah. I mean. It, this might be your shop. <laughs> it might be my shop. Yeah. It's a shop owner. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's you. Look yeah. at that. One available. Get it now, folks. Right yeah. now. If you go it's on Etsy, type in Shop Lonergan, there's lots of original art. Uh, Boom. I don't know if there's any comics anymore. Uh, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I can check. <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this is I'm, I'm a right podcast. Here, yeah, let me yeah, check your website. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's all look at our phones. Let me look at this guy's uh, right. website. Earlier, we were looking up Yelp <laughs> reviews before you joined. So. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, it, there's a, a Ninja Turtle themed bar pizza joint that's pizza opening joint. up in that opened up in Denver, and it was called you know, Casey like Kevin Jones. Eastman was called, yeah Casey Jones. yeah and Kevin was uh, was Facebook he like posted about it on Facebook huh. and stuff, so we're I don't know I I yeah I was like we we're like oh here's something Bry's a hardcore like ninja turtle fan yeah so i was like well we have to talk about this I, you know yeah but okay all right all I don't right understand. Uh, to me because kevin Easton doesn't own ninja turtles anymore no. like that's it's been sold to viacom or yeah so like, he, sold, uh, he sold his Nick, shares nickelodeon owns it well it, which is owned by viacom okay yeah. like it's like Nickelode- a big oh, really corporate ip yep like, why yeah. So, so there's no way a pizza place got the license. Well, I mean, it's it's essentially the same. Like if I were to open up like a 
a, a sports bar in in theme okay. as the Portland Trailblazers, you know, or something like that. You know, I mean, uh, I, I asked the same question. Did. I was in yeah. the same place as you. Yeah. Like, because because also it, it's it's really bothering me that it's in Denver. Right. Um, I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. They're like New York, York style pizza in Denver. Yeah. Like, well, the chef, the the head chef is is a New York native. So the head chef, what? Oh, like, uh, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna the go there. That's a question. Yeah. How many times on the East Coast have you gone to like Newark to a, like a Newark pizza place or New York I'm, pizza I've place never, where they had a chef? Yeah, yeah, like uh, no chefs. It's just a no, guy. They just have pizza. a family. Like, they have a thing. family. A guy, yeah, an old it's guy, a family. And two sons, and we're all yeah. worried the old guy's gonna die because we know the two sons can't make the pizza as well as he can. Uh, right, and they're gonna fight over the business, <laughs> and Ma's gonna uh, yeah. be really unhappy. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know they've got a picture of the cast signed The Sopranos up on the wall. Right. It's great. <laughs> either yeah. way, yeah. either way, I'm going there. And I'll and I'll report <laughs> I'll report back because I I am also I'm a pizza snob so if it, if the pizza is shit I'm gonna let people know so but you also have like a huge turtles collection do you think you've out collected this store this, no this no place? no not I've looked inside they've well maybe but who knows they've got way more like just stuff in there i don't know like do they have like uh costumes from the movies no i doubt it it said in the article they had uh the old um arcade games there yeah i mean i could go to walmart and buy the old arcade game like whatever wait oh the cabinet yeah (laughs) yeah they sell those buy that at walmart yeah arcade one up they sell the they sell them yeah Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't think they have one ups. I think they have like oh the original, original ones back in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're they're pretty. You go to eBay. You can find one for. You sound like you're going to be disappointed by this pizza place. <laughs> I am, but I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. I'm gonna walk in there and say I'll be like, uh, what's his face from Parks and Rec when he goes to Home Depot and be like, I know more than you. You know. So, <laughs> this should be no anchovies, right? Is, is it like that was the thing? That was, right? Yeah, and no anchovies. Don't like anchovies. Yeah, so this place has to have no anchovies. They did make if it they, a point to say that they don't put pineapple on their pizza in there, and that disappoints me. But I like pineapple. Was that pizza. a turtle thing? No, or? no. That's just people like to argue about whether pineapple belongs on pizza. Yeah, where are you? Where do you sit on that? Uh, that cultural um, phenomenon. Are you for or against I'm, I'm okay, pineapple on your pizza? Fine with pineapple <laughs> on pizza. Yeah. Um, there, for other things, I like. I feel like you. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like an East Coast thing where they'll put like a lot of stuff on pizza, like um, tortellini on pizza. That's weird. Um, That's too much. Or like 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 macaroni and cheese on pizza, where it's like I I don't want a carb on my carb. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> I think I do. If I'm talking about meat, I kind yeah. of think it should only be pork. Um, like I, I don't, I feel like chicken on pizza is not really pizza. I feel like even, even like ground beef. I'm like, mm, not really I'll say it depends on the pizza um, for ground beef. It's got a, it's, if it doesn't have pork on it with the ground beef, I, I ain't about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm with you though. Uh, Italian sausage, pepperoni, mm-hmm. yeah, um, some kind of. I'll even accept Canadian bacon. It's, I guess it's it's Ham. in the family. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we can we can accept it. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. that's well, interesting. Yeah, hmm. 
What do you say? Yeah. Uh, I uh, I bring this home because I've got Chipotle waiting for me. <laughs> well, we have to go through what we've been reading there. Oh first, shit, we, we do. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Well, look at this guy trying to get. It. We finally get Mr. Lonergan here. The you know the the layout supreme of the the comic book universe. <laughs> there we go. You want to you know you want to bail? Like what's going on here? Well, my last uh, name is Bales, so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Touche. Uh, okay. Well, uh, like we always do at the end of every show, uh, we kind of go round table of what everybody's reading. Um, uh, we try and linger in the comic book front. I don't mm-hmm. know I, I, if you read a lot of comics. I try to, yeah. you know, like see what other people are doing. Um, so uh, well, you're a distinguished guest. We got to start with you. Uh, what are you reading? Um, it's. It's been harder. Uh, of, of like, you got your hands full. Like, yeah, it was like <laughs> the, the baby. But like um, some recent things I read, um, I read The Many Deaths of Layla Starr um, by Ram V and Felipe Andrade. Um, it's a, okay. a, boom, a boom book. Yeah, I've um, heard of that. Really, really beautiful. Um, sort of like this, you know, uh, the goddess of death basically gets put into a mortal body and kind of philosophical ideas sort of spin off from there. And I I really enjoyed that. Very beautiful, um, wonderful art. Um, What else did I read? The Good Asian. um, Oh, yeah. uh, With um, Ponsek Pichicho. Um, Yeah. The artist I'm blanking on right now. Uh, But I like that a lot. Um, I only read the first volume i think the second volume just came out um which i'm looking forward to um but that's like a good like noir story set in chinatown um yeah it's it's, uh, a lot of fun really really good art really good color um what's funny is i'm like blanking on the artist but lee loffridge lee lowridge i don't i've heard i don't know how to pronounce okay name is the colorist um just read, uh, we read Kane, uh, some Kane by Paul Grist. Um, oh, oh, I know what that is. Jack Staff, yeah. um, Mudman too. Mm. And I really love, love this stuff. I was like reading, I was like, oh, I, I kind of buy all of his books. Um, just because like, it's this very simple style, kind of like totally the opposite of mine, but like a lot of like fun play with layouts and panel structures and the way it works. Um, yeah. And also, like, all him. So it's so it's like he letters it. He all hand lettered. So like beautiful lettering. Um, oh, but, wow! Really, That's awesome. really good stuff. Um, yeah, I think those are the. Oh, I also Feral Dalrymple. Um, oh read, yeah, Feral. Um, I'm trying to get him on the podcast, which came out for a long time. time. Yeah, um, from Ad House. Um, really, just like. I don't know, intimidatingly beautiful stuff. You know, it's like, I'm not really sure how he's doing this. Dude, um, he, he's, he is an amazing draftsman. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I'm with you. I don't know how he comes up with some of his concepts, even. And mm-hmm. just, um, he gave me a last time I saw him uh, a couple of years ago, right before the pandemic. He was really nice enough. He had a couple books left over from some con we were at. And he mm-hmm. hooked me up with a couple copies for my plane ride home. And uh, 
yeah, I just uh, man, this stuff is so good. We got, we got to get him on here. He'd Let's be, do it. He'd be a really cool, interesting conversation. Yeah. Okay, I'll reach out to him. But yeah, uh, well, he's got a he's he's working on something new right now. Can't remember what. Uh, I'm not, not sure. He posted something about it the other day. But yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Bry, what do you have for us? Better be good because that was a quite that was list. That was so <laughs> some good stuff. Definitely yeah. not. Don't, as, bring, don't come at us with some crap. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> oh, I can bring up some crap too if you want. Like, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. That no sounds what, really like, like, it's all like, the bad oh, stuff I've been reading. <laughs> <laughs> so I just read uh, um, the Ghost in You. It's a reckless book by uh, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. Okay. So it's the it's the fourth uh, fourth volume in the in the Reckless series, which is uh, you know uh, set in the eighties. He's a private mm-hmm. eye, um, really like a noir, old school detective story, which uh, I'm always a big fan of. You know me, mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a sucker for uh, for uh, for for crime novels, crime graphic novels, everything like that. And um, yeah, I mean it 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 hit the bar again. It was great. Um, really, f- it was a fun read. It was a fast read, you know, mm-hmm. um, like I read it in, you know, how many pages is this? Uh, 138 pages. I read it in less than an hour. Um, so it was, Oh, it hurt wow. me. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. Did you look at any of the art or <laughs> I looked at all of the art, sir, but you know, it's, I, it had some great, uh, references in there. Like, uh, so it's about a haunted house and uh, like uh, an Elvira screen qu- scream queen inherits a haunted house. And so she oh. hires them to get the ghost, find the ghost out. And then there's some whole backstory stuff that, uh, you know, that goes into it. Oh. So that was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it a lot. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What well, did you read? I read um, your Alaska. I read, Internet. I've been trying to. I've been am I am I okay right now? You're you okay. You so I got my hands on out for a while. Evan's door. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so I got my I got uh, it's a it's a it's a manga of short stories uh, called huh. Heaven's Door by uh, Keith Koki. I think that's how you say his name. Um, it was it's Last Gasp. I always forget about Last Gasp. They do some really huh. cool um, like art books and occasional yeah. comics. Um, it's all sci-fi stuff, but a lot of it has to deal with like constructs of death. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get some post-apocalyptic one. There's a really great one in here. Um, my favorite was towards the end, and it was like this guy's having like an out-of-body experience. Um, he's he's actually dying in a hospital, but and in the beginning of the story, you think he's like on a plane and he's having a conversation, which you could later determine as some kind of like spiritual being Mm. that's either taking him to the afterlife, like death itself. But so it's just like an odd. And then like, he's having an out of body experience where he's like seeing his wife in the future if he dies. So he's struck with that dilemma of like, do I go with this passenger to whatever, like whatever you, you deem as like the next step, the next beyond, like beyond lot past, you know, this physical realm. Yeah. Or does he stay? And he's like dealing with all these other things like depression and stuff, but then he's seen how his, uh, like how his death could affect 
it's, it's not just him dying isn't only going to affect him. It's it going to have mm-hmm. this massive like ripple effect through other people. It's very well done. Like the, you know, we've been talking this whole episode about structuring and all that kind of stuff. And it's really well as a story. It's really well, like the short story was really well structured because at first you didn't realize what was going on. It was slowly revealed as you made your way through the story. So, you know, it kind of had that, like, uh, was it, uh, Oh, what was that movie with Bruce Willis? Sixth Sense oh, kind of yeah. had a little bit of that vibe, where you didn't real you don't you don't realize he's like in at the moment dying, like mm-hmm. in a hospital because you're in almost like three different like realms, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. his journey, then his out of body experience, and then like what's actually going on. Um, and so it was a lot of that kind of stuff. And I don't know, I just honestly. Uh, I'm one of those guys who judges a book by its cover Yeah, and the cover was just that is so a really cool cover. awesome. I was like, I can't, I can't find any previews for it online. Um, there's mm-hmm. not really any in-depth descriptions on the stories. And I was like, well, the last collection I bought was sneeze. Um, and that was by the same guy who did uh, 20th century boys. And so I was mm-hmm. like, well, that was awesome. So this has got to be pretty good. And yeah, it was, um, I was really happy with it. Um, but yeah, that was kind of the big last major book. Before that, I've been on like a like a big kind of manga kick. Um, and uh, yeah, so before that, I was just reading a ton of Dragon Ball. Uh, that's yeah. my junk. I mean, I, uh, I don't want to say it's junk, but it's like there's not a lot of depths. Like fight, fight, fight. Oh, there's a new bad guy. There's like let's like, go over here and fight him. Whenever you get into those like really like long running ones it's like oh there's like a totally different structure to like how yeah. these yeah. books work um you know any of them like one piece naruto all of them like they just get like it's like it's almost like for me i'm like reading them i'm like i'm not really sure how this works and then like you like at the first volume it's like yeah you need to get like 10 volumes in and then i'm like yeah. 10 volumes right right uh and then it then it clicks and then you're good for the next 80 volumes i'm like yeah hey. i i had kind of given up on dragon ball and then um Sucks i was like well they pulled me back in and yeah and I, so i picked up i don't know one volume like it was like volume 10 of whatever the newest run is and then well i had to pick up the next six so here i am and then you know mm-hmm. just rip through it was sad so sad but enjoyable it's fun it's fun candy it's good, good. yeah candy but, is good that's pretty <laughs> i guess i guess that's yeah that's all really right um yeah right i'm do you want to take it home, my man? Let's do it. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Uh-uh. Gotta be getting late out on. Where, where are you at? You're in the Midwest now. No, I'm out uh, in uh, just outside of Philadelphia. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's oh, okay. nine forty-three. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's starting to get a little, little late. Yeah, we'll let you get out. I have to wake up at whenever my baby starts crying. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I get that. We'll, uh, we'll we'll bring uh, it home. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, take it home. Tiger cubs, all you all you full grown tigers and all you tiger cubs out there. If this maybe is your first episode, first of all, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want more, all you need to do is go to our Substack and subscribe. It's free. That's bluetigerrevenge.substack.com. That's the home of Blue Tiger Revenge. That's the home of Operation Blue. Um, 
and pretty much everything that uh, that that we do over here in the old Tiger Den. Um, if you're going to be uh, in the great state of Washington, the uh, 17th through the 19th of June, come out to Washington Summer Con at the uh, Washington State Fairgrounds in Puyallup. We will both be there. Um, you know, we'll we'll sign your babies, so uh, that's that's no problem. Happy to do it. Uh, permanent ink only. Um, and then uh, finally, uh, Jesse, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. Where uh, where can people find you? Uh, everywhere. Um, I think uh, Patreon. It's under my name, Jesse Lonergan. Um, Instagram, Jesse Lonergan. Uh, Twitter, Jesse Lonergan. Um, so any of those places. Awesome. Um, uh, I also have a website, Jesse Lonergan. <laughs> um, Perfect. It was so cool. Like there was like this brief period where like it was like the internet and everybody had like fake names. Yeah, and, like, yeah. And like now I'm just like man, I just just use my name for everything. Um, and so basically, if you if you type my name in, you can find my stuff. Perfect. Um, we'll uh, we'll post links to it all in uh, cool. on the Substack, so so folks can find you. Um, and yeah, thanks yeah. again for coming on. Oh, no problem. Yeah. My pleasure. Oh, uh, and real quick, can uh, you do a quick shout out for the projects you got coming out here soon with IDW and uh, Yeah. So the first project is coming out June 28th is Ghosts of Science Past uh, from Big, from Humanoids. Um, okay. That's going to be available everywhere. It's available for pre order on Amazon or IndieBook or Alibris or whatever else you want to use. Um, and then the next thing, it's not scheduled yet, but ARCA will be coming out sometime next year, 2023, uh, from IDW. Uh, awesome. Awesome. I think, awesome. I think that covers what I have coming up. Well. That I can talk about. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that is all I have. Tad, do you have anything else? I have one thing I could plug right now, if that's okay with everyone. Of course. Uh, the second chapter of uh, First Americans just dropped from Critical Entertainment. Uh, go buy it, support it, whatever. Uh, working on the next three chapters as we speak. All right. It'll be coming out this winter. So, yeah. There we go. After that, other than that, I'm all out of milk, my man. I'm not, I got nothing. All right. Well, if that's the case, what time is it? Hit the music.